What's going on? This is the Tap In Podcast. Thank y'all for tapping in with us. You know what I mean? We appreciate y'all listening in every single week. We we in here now, man. We in here. You know what I mean? We in here. Um, I got a special guest with me right now. You know what I mean? This is one of my partners. Somebody who, you know, always been just, first of all, just 100. You know what I mean? Always just kept it real. And then later on in life, this nigga actually helped me out with my goddamn marriage. <laughs> Shit. So, you know what I mean? So, uh, my boy Chris Hype Randall, baby. Yeah. What it do? What up, sir? What's happening, man? How are you? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, like always, I'm, I'm learning and growing and just trying to be better, dog, every day, man. That's right, man. That's right. What's been up, man? How your week been? Um... My week has been good, man. My week has been, you know, good. Had a date night with my wife last okay. night. Um, and we hadn't done that in a while, you know. So we're just trying to, you know, continue to make the relationship, you know, better. Um, and we're like, yo, we've been lacking in this. So um, let's let's bring this back in. Let's be consistent. And let's let's do this date night. That was just date th- night. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Answer. 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 So we got a call from got, this nigga got, all the way from LA. Yo, see it. This nigga. I'm recording the podcast with Jess. What the fuck is up? What's up, man? What's up, Sydney? What's up, baby? We got him on. We, Sydney is tuning in. Put him on speaker. Put him, put him on. Or, what you mean from what? From hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this exclusive? Wait, wait, what happened? It just, it just happened. Sydney, what happened? He said, what? Dante said, what happened? <laughs> no, this is going. This is no, all this going is, on. This is all going on the podcast, baby. Oh this is live. This is live. Hang no. up. We'll we'll call you back then. I, yes, cause I, I oh sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, God, it. it's crucial out here. For sheesh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sheesh. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll talk to the nigga later. We'll we'll find out what's going on. Oh my gosh. Anyway, what's been going on with you, man? Uh, yeah, just you know, like I said, we've been working on it, just trying to do better. You know, just learning marriages. You 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 are married on purpose. You know, okay. And you got to make it on purpose. What does that mean? That means <laughs> it, it's. I don't know you, you you you. It's easy to get together and then just be like, all right, whatever we did got us here. Uh-huh. So let's just keep going keep doing that let's not put more effort into it let's just kind of coast along you know through the rest of this relationship and that's just that's not how it works that's not how it works it should be Mary should be on autopilot it should no it should not be it should be like no (laughs) who told told you that Told you that. This is what I want it to be. I want the, oh, see, that's a different thing. That's a different. But no, it's it's not. And and similar and not similar. But the the thing about it is, you're you're always working to be a different person. Okay. You can't go through life. You don't go through life the same person that you are at 21 as you are when you're 31 because you've lived and you've learned and you've you know you understand life a little more and yada 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 so if you were by yourself 
it seems like, oh, I'm on autopilot because I, I read something, I saw something, I learned something, I went to school, I didn't go to school, I took a course or whatever. So now my decisions are based on that thing that I just learned or heard or I was talking to my homie and he told me about something I didn't know about. It just seems like, oh, I'm just living life naturally. Well, when you do that, when you live with another person, it's not natural like that. You learn things or experience things, and a lot of times the other person is not on the level that you on. Mm. They don't learn what you. They didn't learn what you learned. They're not living, you know, your life. So you got to work to keep that person right there next to you. You got to work to keep them on the same. Y'all got to work to keep each other on the same page as far as where each other is at in life. I feel like marriage is like a like a a team sport, though. You know what I mean? Like right. I do my job, you do your job. And we're gonna win the championship. Like if you if you if you doing what you supposed to do, right, as the woman, okay. if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do as the man, shit should go, you know, it, it shouldn't be perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying cause ain't no game perfect, right? Right. But if it if if you doing what you're supposed to do and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, we should be all right. You know what I mean? Right. I I understand what you're saying, but here's the thing. Most of the time, teams do things together. Right. You run drills together. Right. You practice together. Right. You work out together. You go over tape together. You do this. So that's the part of us working together. Hey, this is where we missed it last time. Remember this? The, the communication broke down right here. And they go, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, so next time we're going to da-da-da-da-da. I mean, when you talking to the same species, that's how it's supposed to go. But when you're talking to a woman, it was like, no, no, no. I feel that you should have been communicating with me at this point. When it was a breakdown, this is when you're supposed to be communicating. Blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that's not that's not what happened, though. Like, okay. what, what you're saying is not actual factual. Well, it, that, that's, not, that's not what happened. And I can't, I, I don't want to talk to you about your feelings. I want to talk about, hey, this is what happened. So what happened was this is where the breakdown was. Right. This is what caused the the miscommunication. All right. So next time, well, let's just not communicate. I mean, I mean, not, 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 excuse me, not not communicate. Let's communicate when 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 this happens again. But because I can't, like, you can't argue with a woman's feelings. There's no way you can argue. There's no way you you can win because what they're feeling and what actually happened. Could be two totally different things. They could be two totally different things, but that doesn't mean they're not related. Yes. Pizza's here. <laughs> Pizza's here, baby. Hold on. Hey, what's up? What's up, boss man? Yo, this is my boy that came in last yeah. time with us. Yeah. yeah. What's happening, man? Oh, uh, you know. Oh, you good? You good, man? What's up? Tell me name again. DeAndre, that's Where's right. Yeah, DeAndre making another episode, yeah, yeah. making another episode, baby. Yes, yes. he's gonna be on this boy uh, sooner or later. Yeah, <laughs> DeAndre, man, yeah, go up, ahead. Sir? You know what? You know the drill, man. Yeah. You pull up if you want to, <laughs> man. What up, sir? Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah, Chris, great, man. man, good to meet you, man. Dre. Yes, sir. Bro. There we go. Well. Yeah, man. My boy DeAndre, back in his thing. Every time you know, you see it, you're like, oh, okay, I know yeah, what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> that's what's up, man. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Yes, right sir. Here. Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Oh, so, still at home, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah good. 
we got to take care of each other out here, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. We appreciate that, man. (laughs) DeAndre coming through with the party favors, baby. Yeah. That's what's up. It was either that or root beer, bro. Yeah, no. The crush was... Yeah, my boss was looking, so I had to just grab whatever. Okay, so you already knew it was us? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yo. That's what's up, man. That's that's attention to detail right there. Like, that's that's attentive. Yo. Absolutely, man. That's real talk. That's real talk. Absolutely. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. All good, man. Cheers. Yeah. Yes, Cheers, man. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Last time Chris you wasn't here, it was me and Walt. Uh-huh. DeAndre came and we ordered pizza before DeAndre came. Yeah. He was like, man, let me give you a drink. I'm like, Nick, pull up, man. Yeah. Pull up. Let's get it, baby. Let's Yo, get it. I like that. Let's like, get I, it, I man. Like it's it's an interesting guy right yeah. here. Like, yeah. I want to be like, yo, what we doing? Yo, DeAndre, real quick. What what's the craziest thing you've seen delivering pizza? Like somebody come to the door naked. Let's do. do Talk on the mic. Talk on the mic. Oh, there's two moments actually. Okay. Uh, Well, really, I just want to focus on one because it was was my greatest moment. Okay. Um, This lady. It was just a normal, you know, normal delivery. There was no pre-tip or nothing, so I had to go get it. You know, go hunt. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, she opened the door, and her son came out talking about, "Hey, don't stand on my paint. I mean, don't stand on my drawing." I was like, "All right, sorry, young man, my bad. You know, just playing along." Yeah, yeah. Yada yada. She goes, "Hold on, let me get your tip." She goes and grabs something out of her purse and brings it back, and I feel it. And I was like, "Man, this ain't. I know this ain't a five. You know, this is like a fifty or something." Yeah. Sure enough, I go to the car, and it was. I was like, hold up, this ain't right. And I go back up there and give it back to her. Uh-huh. She goes, man, no one else would ever do that. And she goes and grabs a dollar bill and brings it back. A dollar? Yeah, but I only did it for her son, bro. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I thought about his shoes or yeah, his lunch yeah. or, you know, his clothes. Wow. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a good dude, DeAndre, wow. man. Yeah. Nah, for real. Nah, I thought about that. I didn't even think about nothing else. Like, man, that's my man's stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, give my man his $50 That's back, right. You know? yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. man. Wow. That's my greatest moment, bro. That's, that's what, what's I up, I want to focus on that. Yeah. That's what's up, yeah. man. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Shout out yeah. to DeAndre, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because me, I'd have been like... I, I didn't came do up. This on yeah, I would have like no, I came I get up. It. No, I yeah, understand. You know? Everyone at the shop said the same thing, but yeah. I, I told them the same thing. Like, no, nah, yeah. it's about the young man, you know. Wow. It probably would have been different if he didn't show up. I ain't gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit yeah, here yeah. And act like I'm above it all, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, on the real, like I seen him. I was interacting with him. He was he was messing with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? He's a cool little dude, man. Let me yeah, give him this give stuff. Yeah, give him his money. Yeah. Mom was just not looking. Lack of self awareness, like you said, with a drink. You know, yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah that's wow. what's up. Wow. See, yeah. and it's like I said before, the stuff that you encounter and you go through, it changes your 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 moves after that. When you learn something new, when you see something new, when you see a kid just playing, you know that affects your decision making after that. Because had he not been there, he'd have come I'll, up with fifty. I bones. think. I'll, yeah, I'm gonna you just know? be real. I'm yeah, and keep, then keep now that real. the kid was yeah. there, it affected like, oh, oh man, put, my decisions are different now. 
Yeah. You know, so that, that's and that's what life is. We grow, yes, you know, and we Correct. learn, and that kind of that shapes our the, the the path that we're forging in life because yeah. oh, I experienced this. You know, it's like growing yeah. up in the hood and you see money different now. You see your mm. versus somebody who grew up with money. They like what? It's money. Like why are you struggling? You like you you don't even know. Like you don't right. understand my path. Yeah, right, right, you know. Right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's what's man. Up, man. That's what's wow. Up, sir. Dang. See, I, I, I appreciate y'all giving me a platform to say that. You yeah, know? sure, like, man. I say it just talking, but I, I actually want to put that out there. You yeah, know? absolutely. Like, yeah, don't, don't feel like you took a loss. I know what it is, winners and losers yeah. and all that, but nah, it's about what makes you feel good. And that giving back and doing right is yeah. what makes me feel good. You yeah. Know? That's good karma too, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's no good doubt. karma. I, yeah, I know. I believe in, I believe in karma. Like, yeah. I, like how you treat people or what you do to people or yeah. what you give that shit's going to come You're back tenfold. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to come back tenfold. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what it is, good or bad. Good or bad. You know what I mean? You're going to get exactly what you got, what you gave, ten times over yeah. what you gave. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah. I believe that 100%. Real talk. That's law. Like, that's a law. Yeah. You know, on, on, on the earth. Like, that's law. You Absolutely. Know? Sowing and reaping. Like, you, you get you know, what you give in all aspects. A lot of times people use it only for money, right. you know, like I'm going to sow this and I'm going to get this, but it works. Like you said, it works, it works with friendship. It works with love. It works with, you know, being kind. It works, yeah. you know, all of that, you know, how you treating uh, other people. It, it works in, in, in all aspects. Absolutely. With how you treat people, you get that same energy back, yeah. man. It's, it's a boomerang. Yeah. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's a boomerang. So, like it's a lot of shit that I didn't done that's that's been fucked up. Yeah. So I I try to overly do good to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? To just like try to right that wrong. Mm-hmm. But majority of the time now in my adult life, like I try to make sure, hey man, I want to make sure you good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I want to make sure I don't fuck over you. Hey, this is the communication, mm-hmm. and so it is. So it's above board, and I want to make sure, hey man, I want to take care of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I know like even with like with my friends like this is it's a fucked up way to think right Mm -hmm. but when i owe a business i'm like man fuck that bill (laughs) you know what i'm saying i don't like fuck that but with my friends yeah i make sure hey here's this what i owe you plus a little something you know what i'm saying because i know i can go to i can go to deandre and be like yo man i ain't got it right now you know what i'm saying but here's a little extra when i do get it because I want to make sure I can always go back to him. Yeah, I can yeah, always yeah. go back to you, Chris. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. With the business, nigga, they they have they have it in their books to take a loss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't really give a fuck about them. But with my friends, I yeah. try to make sure I do my friends right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are people who I know that I can call on, like I pick up the phone and be like, hey, this is what I want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I always try to make sure I do that. Yeah. And that's why a lot of my friends, like I've still got to this day yeah. even from high school you know what I mean even though some we know we lost touch but I always try to make sure I stay in touch man yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I'm over here trying not to cuss over here. I know what, <laughs> Fuck that, I know what man. to do now. Fuck this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for thank you for delivering our food, man. Good to meet you, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Much success to you. Much success. Absolutely, man. I'll see y'all soon. Absolutely, man. Take through. Y'all only here on Saturdays. Saturdays, man. Okay. Yep. Yeah, all right, man. Yeah, man. Take it easy, dog. Yeah. Have a blessed one. You too. You too. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Wow. You know, it's funny because I have been for a long time trying to 
increase and work on my um, my business knowledge so I can then in turn, you know, raise, uh, you know, my my money knowledge so mm-hmm. I can, you know, grow my money. Yeah. And there's a lot of people in my life who who see me as a great friend. Yeah. And they're they may be in a better financial situation, you know, than I am. So when birthdays or situations come around, they'll um, like my, my birthday was this month, early this month, October 6th. Oh, okay. And a friend, hey, belated, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate yeah. it. A friend I of called mine. you on accident, you, but, I, <laughs> but I still wish you happy birthday. <laughs> you did. What you doing? Hey, man. I ain't talking to you. Well, it's my birthday. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> but uh, a friend of mine from church, um, I think his wife just told him, hey, it's Chris's birthday. And he was like, oh, happy birthday, man. Um, and he, it was real late. It was like, let's say 1030, like 11 o'clock. And I got this text. He was like, yeah, I hope you, you know, got this. And it was a $50 gift card uh, to Amazon, like Amazon.com. Oh, snap. And a lot of times I will go, man, like, I'm just not in a position to just do that all the time. But what I have to realize is what I lack, maybe financially, I make up for in the way that I treat these people. Absolutely. And there's a reason that they are, you know... um, you know, doing this for my birthday, stuff that they don't have to do, you know, sending me, you know, money for this or whatever. And I can feel bad. I used to feel not bad, but just feel like, man, I can't reciprocate that. Right. You know, I can't reciprocate that hundred you just gave me. But, you know, even God, he has to remind me, like, listen, these people value you as a friend in their life, Mm -hmm. in their life. So you are making up for it. Because of what you know, because of what you give to them, as far as friendship is concerned, absolutely. You know, so um, if, if there's anybody listening, if you feel like you're 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 lacking because you're not in the the best financial situation, the way that you treat people, um, that that it equals out at the end of the day. Listen, I would rather have a good friend than my my friend give me money. Yeah, I would rather that, and I like I'm. I'm dealing with a situation outside of this where it's been this this dude I've been knowing mm-hmm. 20 years, at least 20 years, right? where we fell out because of a money situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We fell out because of that. And a part of me is like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, But to me, I'd rather have the friendship versus the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? But because you fucked me over the money, I'm like, you don't value yeah. our friendship enough to be like, fuck it, Dante. It's just money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But to me, I'm like, nigga, fuck the money. Yeah. Like, I value our friendship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But everybody don't think that way, man. And to to speak to your point about, you know, not being able to reciprocate financially, mm-hmm. I remember when I was on, I was pledging, right? I was pledging Kappa Alpha Psi. And I'm in college. Mm -hmm. I'm barely in college, right? Mm -hmm. When I say barely, I mean financially. I'm barely, barely in there. My mom 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 really can't send me to school. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing, I I didn't join the National Guard to pay for school. I did all that just so my mom wouldn't have to, she wouldn't have to bear that burden. You know what I mean? Of making sure I got enough money. So I'm pledging, 
And you know, pledging costs. Like yeah. that shit oh, ain't yeah. free. Yeah. But so my my line brothers, right? They foot the bill for me to actual pledge. Oh wow. Yeah, they foot the bill for me to actually be online with them. So I'm just like, you know what? I don't have no money to give to them. You know what I mean? I don't have no money to reciprocate to to be able to show them, all right, I'm gonna make this up to you. So in my mind, I'm like, you know what? We you know, we got different duties and different tasks that they make us do when mm-hmm. we online. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Hey, don't worry about it. I got everything from here. And I went on like a stealing spree. Just like we had to buy like food. We had to buy like this motherfucker, this dude made us do a whole goddamn, he made us landscape his whole front yard with plants, mulch, yeah. all that shit. Nigga, I stole all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I stole, I stole everything. I went to Home Depot, stole mulch, stole fucking uh, plants, like bricks. Like I stole all that shit. I said, look, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make up the gap some kind of way, some kind of way. So these niggas won't be feeling the burden, and I, I want to feel like, yo, I contributed some kind yeah. of way. So, and everything that I stole, we fucking landscaped his whole front yard. Did it? Did his whole front yard with bricks and fucking <laughs> plants and shit. This nigga had mulch all in front of his fucking front yard. But I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let these niggas like just foot the foot the bill for yeah. me and me just coast. Like I just couldn't do it in my spirit. Yeah, I just wouldn't feel right if I did that. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. We were on that. We was online for eight motherfucking weeks. Now, did you did you steal it all at the same time, oh. or you had to go back and? Sh- and no, I had to go back because <laughs> the first first time, first time when I stole it, right? We went. Cause he was like, "Yeah, I need, I need plants and shit. I need all this. <laughs> I need my plants done, and I need all this dug up. You know what I mean? All these weeds and shit. So we had to go, like, go a couple of days yeah. and fix this nigga front yard. So every time we went, like, I was like, "All right, what we need? Mulch? All right, got it. Bet y'all just, I'm a nigga. Y'all just pull up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this shit in the basket and run out, and I'm gonna just have a bag, a fucking basket full of goddamn mulch." And we just gonna run, run that shit out. I remember I ran out. I had a like we. I think we needed one more bag of mulch after I stole a bunch of shit. We needed one more bag. These motherfuckers. I was like, nigga, just take me back to Home Depot. Take take me take me back to Home Depot. Went to Home Depot. I'm running down the street with a bag of mulch on my back, running to the car so we can go. I don't know. I hope that shit ain't getting niggas in trouble. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Ain't getting niggas in trouble. But I fucking stole a bag of mulch because we needed one more bag and then we finished this nigga house. We did his whole front yard. And to this day, I've never done any kind of landscaping <laughs> in my fucking life. You could have <laughs> like, missed out on a bunch of bands if you had started man, a business after that. <laughs> for real. I could have. I probably could have made a bunch of money. <laughs> Cause I'm good as shit now. I street. I ran around the street with a bag of mulch on my back. Yeah, orange aprons following you like. <laughs> hey, hey, come back with that. Come back with that mulch, come motherfucker. Mulch. Oh my gosh, it'll be eight ninety five. Come. <laughs> yep. Yo. Hey guys, I didn't did. 
I didn't did a lot of like in my early days, like I didn't did a lot of fucking stealing, man. Not not because I wanted to, because I just didn't have. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just didn't have when I was young, and I just it is 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 fucking sad. You know what I mean? But it's like, and here's the, here's the thing: what I know about us as you know what I mean, or me. Let me say me. Like I won't. I'm gonna make up the difference. Like I know I don't have the the wealthy family, or I don't have the the motherfuckers who who I can just call on, and be like, nigga, I need a thousand dollars tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? I don't right. have that motherfucker. So I had to do what I had to do to make sure that I wasn't going without. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I just I had to make sure that if anything I wanted, anything I needed. I had, I was going to get it. And I wasn't still like a lot of shit, you know what I mean? But it was times where I was fucking hungry. Yeah. I would go to the store, nigga grab a loaf of bread, put it in my basket, grab some meat, put it in my basket, and while I'm pushing my basket, I'm making me a fucking sandwich, you know what I mean? And just run walk, walking around the store with my basket and making me a fucking sandwich just so I could eat. You know what I mean? Just so I won't go fucking hungry. Dang, yo. Yeah, and this this is like college shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In my younger days. And then after a while, I was just like, yo, this shit is not, shit's not good. Like right, I could get yeah. in fucking trouble. <laughs> but I'll, you know what I got it from? Somebody said, if you don't leave the store with it, it's not considered stealing. That's probably a lie. But anyway, that's <laughs> <laughs> probably false. <laughs> but you made your sandwich though. <laughs> Yo, man, it was plenty of times, and it was so crazy. When I, I used to live in Houston, I lived across the street from a store, Albertsons. Now, Albertsons, if you anybody know anything about Albertsons, they got this hot food section, mm-hmm. and they got the fucking best wings in that fucking little <laughs> section. And they put your wings in like a little little brown paper bag. Yeah. So while I'm shopping. I'm fucking eating my wings. I go order it. They put in a little brown paper bag. They put a little sticker on it, yeah. and they give it to you. And when you check out, you're supposed to, you know, beep the little sticker. Uh-huh. Nigga, while I was in the grocery store, I would just be eating my fucking wings. By the time I go to the gro- by the time I got to the counter, you know, I, you know how people put shit back. Right. Nigga, I just leave that shit there. Like <laughs> fuck it, I, it'd be an empty ass bag. Six ninety five for these wings. <laughs> And I'll leave that shit right there. This is making me like, yo, where was the cameras back then? They didn't have that man. Like, I and I felt like as long as this shit wasn't over $300, because I found out $300 was the, was when it becomes grand theft. This nigga is getting <laughs> wrong information. How you getting all the information just to make sure you don't go to prison? Anything under $300, you can't. It's petty. Six ninety five. Oh, they straight. I can. I can do this. I can do it's this. Petty. It's a petty crime after that point. <laughs> do this. It's, it's a petty crime. Yo, I had to do a lot of shit, man. I don't think I ever met anybody that stole wings and mulch. <laughs> <laughs> man, you. Yeah, I do. Like, yo, wings. It was mulch. a survival thing, man. Yeah, no. It was. It was. Yeah. A, it was a, what not? Half of it wasn't survival. The wings was survival. Right. The mulch was just. <laughs> <laughs> the mulch was just like. Just cause. I got a patio landscape, y'all. So, uh. <laughs> I got a front yard I got to do. Like, ah. Uh, 
That's the only way I'm going to get my letters. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> The only way I can cross is get this much. <laughs> Yo, man. The, I had the most fun in college fucking pledging, man. Like, it's, 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 it's actual. I think that's the best thing about pledging is you going through something with a bunch of dudes. Yeah. And only the motherfuckers who was there, like, know that story. And y'all always yeah. have that. You yeah. know what I mean? I like, I, I I recommend. I don't know about now because motherfuckers been going to jail and shit for yeah. pledging and shit. But long as you know what I mean. Besides the haze and everything, like that was probably like the best time in motherfucker life. Like we didn't haze. Yeah, we didn't haze. But you know what I mean. Everything else outside of that was fucking. Yeah, you didn't. Y'all play jokes. Like it's a joke. Yeah. Like, Ah, I'm getting up in the morning. Where are all my drawers at? I don't know, but you got to go. <laughs> yes. Well, why, well, you know, yeah, it's that's different than making a kid drink, like, you know, two, three gallons of water and killing them. Like, that's not the, you're like, come on. Like, right. we just took, we took, all your pair of shoes, we took a left one. <laughs> so, like, that's not, come on now. Like, people just be going overboard. Like, they just be doing dumb stuff. Yeah. So, one of the topics I want to. I want to ask you because this shit hit close to home. Yeah. This Althea Jefferson. Yeah. Situation. That's Tatiana. I ta- is that her name? Yeah. Can you, don't give her another name. Okay. I Tatiana. I Tatiana. Yeah. What did you think about this situation? <sighs> Sheesh, bro. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> what did you think about this? I, well, first of all, I'm still thinking about this. Because because I wasn't I wasn't raised, you know, the militant, um, you know, just white people out here trying to get us and, you know, the system and all of that. I wasn't raised like that. It doesn't mean that I grew up thinking, oh, we, you know, we all good and, oh, that's just your experience and, oh, you know, we aren't being discriminated against. I didn't grow up like that either. Um, so I just kept looking at the story, like how stupid is this guy? Right. What Um, was his name? Let me, let me Google his name. Go ahead. Keep talking. I'm going to start with a D. D, Um, Something like that. Um, and I, I, I ended up. Not that I've just stopped thinking about it completely, but I got to a point where I was like, you know what? First of all, it sucks that she's black and he's white. Because I'm not, I don't, at this point, I'm not convinced that he shot because it was a black person. You're not? I'm I'm not convinced of that. Okay. I think that it's, it's, ter- it's a terrible coincidence that it was right after Amber Geiger. Okay. Real. Com- right. Yeah. It's it's complete like, oh, sheesh. And the only reason I say that as far as the, you know, I'm shooting because it's a black person. Um, uh, the, the, the footage that I saw, you couldn't make out the person. You couldn't make out who was behind the, the, the blinds. Okay. Okay. The other part is, I've. I'm under the impression that the a lot of the people, I won't say all, a lot of the people who are police officers mm-hmm. 
are already hyper aggressive people. Okay. Like they naturally amped up. So this line of work suits you because now to you it gives you another element of authority. Mhm. And now that, and I got this information because my dad used to work at a um like a call center either for the police station or the fire department. So he would run into a lot of, you know, people in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And he talked about a fact, the fact that a lot of them are these, you know, guys. You know how guys just try to be, <clears throat> excuse me, they want to be super aggressive. They want to be seen as super aggressive. I'm a man, you know, and I, you know, whatever. I can fight or I, you know. So a badge and a gun and all this type of stuff. Aaron Dean is his fucking name. Right. Mm-hmm. So all of this stuff just kind of blows your head up about the fact that, yo, I'm even more so the man because now I got a gun and now I got a badge and now I'm this guy. So, like, meaning my mind goes to shoot first, ask questions later. See, but here, here's, here's my issue, right? If I show up as a police officer... right. Right. And I've I've always thought that police officers, once they come to a situation, Mm -hmm. they knock on a fucking door and they announce who they are. That's the right. Police. Yeah. Come out with your hands up. That's the first fucking thing that they're supposed to do. Yeah. Not fucking going in the backyard. Creeping. Not snoop. Yes. Yeah. Because if 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 the motherfucker knock on the door and, right. and just announce himself, she coming to the door. She coming to the door. Right. And if if it's somebody who who is not supposed to be there, mm-hmm. then them motherfuckers is gonna, gonna run. run. Right. Right. So all he has to do is knock on the knock door. On the door. Because did you hear the nine one one call? Yes. And it, the guy says, "Hey, my neighbor's door is open. They don't usually leave it open." Right. So when you show up to the house and you see the fucking front door open, the first thing you're going to do is knock on the door right. to see. But here's my thing with with and I, from what I believe, when cops work a certain area, right, area? Okay. they know who lives in that fucking area or what type area. of people that right. lives in the area. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And so him just snooping around the fucking backyard. Nigga, go to the door and see if the resident is in the house. Right. And if you go into the back door or to the side and you see a motherfucker in there, how do you not think, oh, this motherfucker might live in that house? Right. Right. How yeah. do you not think they may live in the house? I know. I I I agree. And and then then I heard a I heard a report that she had a gun, right? Mm-hmm. And she lifted up the gun to somebody who was creeping around her side door or whatever. Right. That's exactly what the fuck I'm going to do. Right. Because I'm protecting my house. Right. Because I don't know you a cop because you didn't announce yourself. Exactly. Right. I don't know who you are and I'm hearing somebody snoop around my fucking house that's not supposed to be there. Yeah. And I, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. And so if I got, and especially if I'm a woman, I'm yeah. going to have a fucking gun yeah. to protect my house and I don't have no man in the house. Yeah. I'm going to have a gun to make sure any intruders, anybody snooping around my backyard 
I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna be able to protect myself. Right. But yeah. this motherfucker, like, and yeah. the part that I hate the most is this motherfucker quit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Th- this motherfucker quit. So on on your on his uh, termination papers, it shows that he just resigned. And not that he was fucking fired. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So next time he may be able, five years from now, when shit died down, he may be able to go get another fucking officer job or maybe a police at a different county or something. And it doesn't show where he was fucking fired because this nigga acted unlawfully yeah. or did some bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. that's that's the part I fucking hate. And I hope, in, in my mind, again, I'm always trying to come from the logic point of it. In my mind, because this is going to end up being a huge case, your name going to be out there. I'm thinking, okay, you, there's no way you're going to be able to get a job because you've been on the news because you shot a lady. You know, now, at the same time, I don't know how that works. In a different um, county, this motherfucker could still get a job. He can go to a whole other county, state, where they, where they really didn't get a bunch of news and the only way you're going to hear it in that county is if you're watching CNN, MSNBC, or you're seeing some world news. Yeah. Because uh, people in Cali know about this. But again, like you say, that's a big state. You know, they got they got the, the, the people and, and, you know, but these small towns, you know. You, these small towns where people not going to be able to hear that or not see it, not seeing it on the everyday. If he go to a different county, he don't get a job as a police officer in a different county. Woo, boy. Well, hopefully everybody that's in that what, county. That's what fucked up. But I'll look like him. Hopefully, this motherfucker go to jail. So yeah. he won't be able to. So he will be tried and they they'd be given a felony. Cause you and I hope this motherfucker go to jail more than ten years. More than ten years because Ooh, man, that, that 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 ten years. Right. Uh, shit that Amber got was some bullshit. That was rough, dog. And it was even more rough because it wasn't a hard 10. It was parole after five. See? And it was like, dude, come on, y'all. Like, it's got, like, it, nah. It, yeah, and you know what? You know what's hard? And a lot of people give me, you know, flack about, you know, my, not necessarily my point of view, but because I don't jump to, Oh, you know, the nigga did it because he was white and she was black and the, and da-da-da-da-da. You know, it's, that, that, that is what it is. But it's hard for me and my mind mm-hmm. to now continue to be like that and continue to operate like that and continue to fight hard to try to believe all of, frankly, bullshit that you hear when they're like, ah, oh, it's not everybody, it's just a couple of bad apples. Listen, even if I wanted to believe you, when I see a cop, my mind goes somewhere. Absolutely. So if if my my thought is always to to explain to people like the chief and all these other people, whoever you are, no matter your nationality, explain the fact that listen, the longer we go on. <clears throat> With police officers being able to get off, being able to just slide by, you are corroding the image of the police in people's minds. So then when you come back after that and give us some bogus about 
bad apples and who it's not. That that is for a long time. It has been crumbling. I feel like they can't they can't feed that that bad apple shit no more. Like they can't they can't feed Bro. that shit to us because I agree there is there is a lot of decent police officers, right? But the motherfuckers who are not and who are doing bullshit, you got to make an example out of them, right? They got to make it a fucking example. This is within one year, two years, two police officers going to somebody else's house, residence. Bro. Yeah. House. Like, and killing them. Yeah. And it's like now, like now, if 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 I was in a, a fucking a fucked up state of mind, any police officer coming to my house, I'm shooting first. Because I don't know if these motherfuckers going to shoot me. I, like yeah. I don't know because I'm I'm a, I'm afraid now. Right. I'm afraid to even call the and I I, I feel so bad for the guy who actually called. Yeah. He said he said I I feel I'm I feel guilty now because had I not called she would be alive right now. That that and that's so fucked up. That is so fucked up, man. Bro, bro. Let me tell you this. So most of the time when I go to the gym, I go to the gym at night. Mm-hmm. And when I go to the gym. It'll be after my family is going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So it could, I can be at the gym pretty late. It's 24 hours. So whenever I feel like I need, I got to go to get my time in, I'll go. So if it's 10 o'clock at night, I'll go. If it's 11, if it's 12, if it's 1 o'clock and I feel like I need to get that time in, I'll go. So there's been a lot of times or several times in, in the past where when I get home late, let's say it's 1.32 in the morning, mm-hmm. my wife is awake. Mm. And... I was like, why are you, why are you, or, or I'll be at the gym and she'll call. Hey, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just at the, at the gym. Okay. When do you think you're going to be done? Oh, uh, I don't know. Another 15, another 30, whatever. Cause I got these, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And one day we talked, I was like, babe, just go to sleep. She said, when you out and it's late, I'm nervous. And that was the first time I was like, yo, I, it hadn't even cross because again again you know me mm-hmm. in terms of doing right and doing wrong i'm the square not the square but you do right <laughs> you know i'm gonna try to do right and i'm a whatever and as long as i'm driving and i ain't speeding and i ain't swerving i should be fine right and and it's getting to a point now to where it's like am i fine right am i no lie T- uh, today's saturday two days ago i leave for work my youngest son, he's eight. He says, Daddy, can I ride with you? I said, yeah. So I'm dropping him off at school. He, his school is on, like, it's his school next to a house, and then that's the corner. Mm. So the front, this is the street right here. The front of the school is facing this way. I pull up to this street. I'm sorry y'all can't see this, but I pull up, and I turn, and that's where school is. When we on this road, I drop him off right here. Two houses away from the corner so mm-hmm. he can just go. Because he want to walk. He want to feel like a big boy. You know, all right, cool. It's not yeah. a long way. We in a school zone. It's a bunch of people dropping off their kids. All right, cool. Yeah. So whereas before, it'll be like, oh, I may be nervous about the people that are around. You think about getting snatched up. Right. I don't want him to get snatched up. The other, the other day, I dropped him off, and he was walking to school. He had on a maroon hoodie because it was it's been cold the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. He had on a maroon hoodie with the hood and his backpack. He's walking to school, 
And it was the first time my mind went, oh, shit. He needed to take off the hoodie? He got a hoodie walking to school. And all of this shit that's been going on for so many years, that was the first time I was like, damn. It's sad. It's fucked up. It's like, it's, oh, shit. It's fucked up because as a as a black man, right, who's raising black boys, mm-hmm. you have to make them aware of them themselves. Yeah, because of other motherfuckers' yes. fears and right. perceptions, and this motherfucker is just an eight year He's old, eight years old, going to school. Not even, he's he's probably not even conscious of what's going on he's in not, the world. He's not. He look at police officers, and I'm I'm trying to, <clears throat> I'm trying to do my best because I've heard people who intentionally tell their kids that cops don't like them, and I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to do that, and I know it's hard, and I know people feel all all different you know types of ways. You know, I'm saying I don't want to be that guy. If you see a police officer, a fireman, these people who in school, they tell you these are people here to help and serve and protect. I I don't want you to lose that idea, but it gets rough. Sometimes we'll be at home. We've been at home before and he'll be like, Daddy, let's play. And for whatever reason, when we're playing, he'll want to be. It's been at least two times. He wanted to be a cop. Mm. And while we're playing, he'll go, freeze, put your hands up. Pow, pow, pow. And and my mind, bro, I had to be like, yo, stop. You you want to play. You and I'm getting real deep with him only because it's a lot of shit going on. Right. So I go, Cal, why did you shoot me? Mm-hmm. He's like, whatever, we playing and da da da. Are you a cop? You a police officer? Yeah. Why did you shoot me? Mm. Why did you tell me to put my hands up? Mm-hmm. Why you put your gun out on me? Did I do in your game that you're playing right now? Did I do something wrong? Mm. Did I? Are you? Do you? Why do you think just because you're a cop, just because you're a police officer, it's time to pull your gun out? Mm. Don't do that. Mm. If you want to play a game, we can play a game. If you want to be a cop, sure, we can. We can. We can be a police officer. But don't think cop pull my gun out. We got guns, so we shoot them. Don't do that. It, and it might it might seem like oh he's eight and he's just playing and I'm going too deep I may be going too deep but I don't need you in your mind right now making the correlation between police officers shoot that's what that's what they do they got guns and they need to use them so let's just pull them out and start shooting just for no just for no reason you didn't t- you didn't tell me freeze you didn't tell me why I'm putting my hands up like that's on one side, that's hard for me, but on the other side, I'm like, no, we not. If we go, if this side you're gonna do, we're not gonna play this game. You're not gonna be a cop. And that's that's the fucked up part about it, because he just wants to play. Yeah, you know what I mean. He just, that's all he wants. He just wants to fucking play and have fun. But because of what's going, and he's not even like like I said, he's not even conscious of what's going on in the world. He just wants to play and have fun with his dad. But because of what's going in going on in the world, you're more sensitive to yeah. it because you see it. Yeah. And you know it. To him, he's just like, we just fucking having fun, yeah. dad. Yeah. He don't understand, you know. And it could be 
TV or movies or whatever. Only time I see cops, they be running after people or da da da. Well, listen, we they show they show more cops taking cats out of trees or something like something that ain't all in your description. And we need more white people to actually stand up and make a fuss about shit like this. We we need more Yo, white. I'm people. only saying it because my dad. We need more. My white dad people. used to say that. He said, "Listen, white people are the ones that have to turn this around. We can't do we because here's the thing. Reality is historically we've been the ones saying this. It's been every generation, mm-hmm. and every generation they say, oh, this generation is just sensitive. Every gener we every generation has said this." So some kind of way you got to be like, well, maybe some of this is true. Maybe maybe we should hear them out mm-hmm. to see what they talking about. Because everybody has said it. Mm-hmm. So that don't mean all the generations been lying. It's been like, hey, we've been telling you. So it's not a cop out or it's not a putting the responsibility on them to say white people need to do it. But the reality is white people need to do it. They need to stand up and say. Because we the ones talking about it like, like we stupid. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know what's going on. You know, you got to see something wrong. Yeah. And you got to be right next to us saying, yo. This shit ain't right. This ain't right. Right. He said it. I'm saying it. We all saying it. This ain't right now because when it happens, we're saying it as humans. Right. Right. We're saying it as humans. You're looking at one group of people. You are training your people to look at one group of people, you know, and it's training that goes Far beyond the police, and now goes into all of America because we can we can show you a video when a dude was at work trying to tell the cops, "Hey, don't shoot this person. This is my client, and he's autistic, and he's holding a toy train. So I need you not to shoot. My hands are up, and I'm telling you this. And if you need me to lay on the ground, I will. But this is my client, and the cops still roll up on you with your hands up in his face. You on the ground." With your hands up, the cop roll up on you, and you still get shot in the leg. And it's, it's on the news, and you telling everybody in the hospital bed, this is what happened. You can see it in the video. He had a toy train. He got out of the facility. I'm blah, 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 blah. And when I asked the cop, why did you shoot me? The cop says, I don't know. And then flip over to another video. I saw this video again yesterday. This is on somebody's Instagram page. Mm-hmm. A white dude walks out of the house. With the knife. With the knife. I'm going to kill you. And they stay standing there? <sighs> Boy. Come on now. And I want to play this for the people because i seen this video on Facebook where a white woman is at the city council meeting mm-hmm. in Fort Worth. I'm going to just let y'all hear it. I'm going to just let y'all. I'm going to just play this. Hold on, we I was sitting in my house, in my living room, watching a movie with my boxer, Birdie. The lights were on. I have floor-to-ceiling windows in the living room. The blinds were up. Anybody who were, walked by would have seen that I was home. At some, my dog demanded to go out, and I let her back into the backyard and went back to watch my movie. About five minutes later, I heard her barking furiously, and I went into the kitchen, into the backyard where I keep my back door open and my storm door shut. And as I walked to the patio, 
I saw two flashlights flitting across my backyard in the dark, in the grass. And when I walked out to my patio, I had to yell out, who's back there? And the answer that I got is, it's the police. I'm a white woman in a middle-class neighborhood, and the circumstances of my call, the police were called out to a barking dog, not a welfare call, a barking dog. But the police came onto my property. They started flitting around and creeping around stealthily. They did not come to my front door and announce themselves when anybody could have seen that someone was home. Instead, they flitted around, and they were stealthy, and it wasn't until I cried out that they announced themselves as the police. I am alive, and Tay is not. And that's white, that's white privilege right there. Because my... So that was the white woman that was standing that was that went to the city council meeting and talked to the city council people. And it's like we need more of those kind of people, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, we need people who say like, yo, this is fucked up and this is wrong. This is wrong. This is just this fucked up and wrong to 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 be in your own fucking house, which is supposed to be a safe haven, and it's just fucking wrong, man. Yeah. That you could be in your house watching TV, taking doing what you're supposed to do, somewhere where you're supposed to call safe, and you could be killed in your own house. Every situation that has happened with the cops, it's always been a, well, the the person said something they shouldn't have said. They did something they shouldn't have, you know, done. So every situation after that, then people learn and then they try to act accordingly. If you not do, if you don't make no suspicious move, this person died because they made a suspicious move. So they was tussling with the cop and then bang, they got shot. And then a person um, gets into it or whatever. And then they run away. Shots in the back. Bow. Well, they was, you know, they were dangerous. So blah, 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 blah. They was running away. Okay. So now I'm not going to run. Like I told you other situation, the dude on the ground, hands up. I'm not going to run. Blah. Get shot in the leg. Okay. So when you're in your car, 
then the cop need to say, you need to, he, he has to say this to be able to search your car. Oh, well, too many black people got guns without having a license, you know, so they're they not. Okay, so now you got a black dude with a weapon, with a license for to have the weapon. Blow, get shot. Okay, well, be, then he was fighting with the cop. He was arguing with the cop, and he was blowing. Well, and, and now it's to the point to where it was like, oh, well, you in your home. And now the dude was eating ice cream, walking up in there, plow. Oh, I was tired. I was on the phone, you know, doing this. I wasn't paying attention. It's too I many, was fatigued. It's too, it's too many motherfucking excuses, It's too man. many. It, now, it's, 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 it's too, now what? Now what? It's too many motherfucking excuses of why you sh- why you shooting at, at innocent people. Like, from everybody I know or any, any anybody that I run into, once the police is involved, Either they give up or either they're tased or either. And, and and the fucked up part is you are seeing video of police acting correctly or at least taking people down that have weapons yeah. without killing them. Without killing them. Without, that's the that's the part that without. And it's not like the dude that I showed you waving or whatever. It's not like he had a suit on and a tie. This dude was clearly whatever he he was, verbally threatening you. You he was verbally threatening you. Not You're verbally. Die. This nigga physically. Yeah, but I'm saying he's still, and he's also saying, and 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 it's two cops, and y'all just there swatting at him. So you clearly have the presence of mind to go, whatever you. Oh, this person's unstable. This da 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 da. But it, it's getting harder and harder for you not to tell me that you had that presence of mind not to shoot him or not to do whatever because he was white. And this other guy, you clearly got something else going on in your mind that he, oh, he's, I got to shoot him because he's black. And, you know, black people are superheroes. It's fucked up, man. It like it, it, It's just really just fucked up that you can't even, you could do nothing wrong. You could be just, Living your life. And and my thing is, okay, I'm not even a complainer, right? If anything that I don't like, I do something about it, right. right? But in this case, what the fuck do you do? Right. What do you do? Because if you fight back, they're going to kill you. If you do nothing, they're going to kill you. Yeah. So what the fuck do you do? What do you, what do, you do to combat or... What what do you do to stop it? What do you do to stop it? There, and and if anybody has an idea or a suggestion of what do you do to not get killed while you doing nothing? Yeah, there's been it, nothing all over, nothing in my house eating ice cream, nothing walking down the street, nothing going to use the bathroom at Starbucks, nothing like it's been nothing everywhere. Every, every, you can't even say go inside now. If I was a, bro, if I was a cop, you know how pissed, if I was a good cop, whatever, black, white, whoever, you know how pissed off I would be? Did you hear the chief in the video when he was talking and he had to stop the press conference because he he started crying? No, I didn't see that. He was, they were talking to him, asking questions about, was it a welfare check or was it da 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 and what this is the, and he was continuously talking, like, listen, you know, 
we, the the procedure is, you know, and we're gonna have to check on that. And he started to he's getting like emotional, like he's about to cry. And he's like, listen, there's there's no you know excuse for da da da. And he's like, you know what? We just gonna have to end this because he's about to he's about to cry. Because they, if I was a police officer, he know you're wrong. I they would know. be mad. Like yeah, I would be like mad at the like what the fuck are you doing? What what are you doing? You are making it hard for all of us. And and this is why when situations that happened a couple of years ago in Dallas when all those police officers got killed, mm-hmm. when part of me is like, them motherfuckers deserve it. Hey, you deserve it. You, you are part of that blue wall or you were part of that part of me is like yeah them motherfuckers deserve it and then a part of me is like once they take that uniform off they're just a part of society yeah so a part of me is like man fuck it them motherfuckers has them motherfuckers deserve it them motherfuckers is a part of this blue silence or this fucking that they are part of this uniform they deserve that but the the the, but the other part of me is like i don't know man like i'm really just like in a loss for words don't know what the fuck we should do as 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 black people to protect ourselves like i really i honestly just really don't even know what what should we do what 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 is our what is our call of action if something and I'm not the marching motherfucking type. I'm I'm not. I'm not finna get out here and march because then you just make yourself a target. So I'm not gonna do that. But something needs to be done. And it, it it's it's not raising a, a fucking a tantrum tantrum in the streets and saying this is fucked up. Well, like we all know it's fucked up. We all know that. So like just saying that is you just stating the obvious. So at some point it's, it's something got to be done. What? I don't know because this shit is just going to be the police versus the civilians and it's going to be like every fucking call that the police go on, it's going to be a firefight. Yeah. It's going to be motherfuckers shooting at them, and the first thing they're going to want to do is start shooting. So anybody who's talking about giving up your guns or turning in your guns, I I just disagree with that. Because at some point you, you have to stand and protect yourself and you have to be able to stand up as a man and protect your family. And 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 I'm just I I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know at what point or what do you do? What what's what's the call to action? What do you do when a motherfucking police officer who is sanctioned by the law to carry a weapon and they can come on your property and just shoot you for being in your own house 
it's just fucked up, man. It's really just fucked up. And I don't I don't know what uh and I've never been it was a point in time in my life that I was scared to just be walking around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But this when I was young and it wasn't I wasn't scared of the police. I was scared of other black dudes. Yeah. Because at a certain age it's like black people look at you a certain way like nigga you a threat. And it was like I don't know. And then I was afraid of Mexicans. Right. This is just me from living in LA. But it's like I I I really don't know what what do you do when a police officer approaches you? Cuz this could be your last fucking breath that you take. And it's it's fucking sad, man. It's fucking really just sad. I I I just I don't know, man. You know, it's hard. You know, it's hard to continue the same type of rhetoric, you know, like just make sure you follow directions and make sure you do whoop do whoop do whoop. Like it's, it's it's hard to continue to say that because it's like the, these are two two situations where these I'm people were doing what yes. they were supposed to be doing. Yes. Enjoying life. Just, you know, I'm, I'm at home like, you know, and it. I'm at home just chilling. I think that I, I don't know everything you know to do. I don't have the answers, mm-hmm. but I know the things that I've heard. You know, over the last couple of years, and you know, in my opinion, as far as black people continuing to own our own things, mm-hmm. I know to. Maybe to some people it might sound like, well, that you know, that ain't gonna do shit. Well, if if we go, if we look at everything, example, news outlets, mm-hmm. media, that type of thing. Just statistically, African Americans don't own those outlets. We don't own radio stations. We don't own news stations. So, if we're talking about the way that a lot of cops feel about black people, how it just, even just the the thought of us, just the way we look has been made to be more aggressive and more dangerous and more whatever. So when I look at a black dude, oh, the first thing I'm thinking is I might have to shoot him Mm -hmm. because he's black. Just historically, those ideas, those thoughts, those prejudices have been perpetuated, if we just look at singularly the media, that's a big way that it's been perpetuated. Mm-hmm. And I know if we were to own some of those, then there's a way to combat all of the stereotypes. I'm not saying that's that's it, and that is the end all be all, and that's all we have to do. But I'm saying that contributes to the change that we want to see. Again, that's not all. That doesn't mean there needs to be some huge police reform, especially as far as training. 
especially as far as when you're a cop, the goal is to make it home. So do everything you got to do to make it home, regardless of anything else. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that doesn't need to be changed, but I'm but I'm saying it 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 makes it easier when you're able to in that way fight the things that have been said about you fight the things that have been put out you know uh, uh, about you in the things and the images that people see you know on the tv or on the internet or or whatever you know so so in in, in my cuz it's similar to I remember when I saw Selma mm-hmm. and up until that point I had always heard well you know Martin Luther King he was the peace guy and he was nonviolent and he was whatever and everybody who were, who were who disagreed with him were like we don't need that we need you know th- we need aggression and we need to fight and we need this and i'm not even saying that that it, we don't need that i'm saying his particular approach because of his uh morals or because of his personality or whatever he didn't want to go that route so it wasn't a bad route to go he's just saying this is how i want to do it but selma was the first time that i have re- had ever seen the strategy that was going on in his mind mm-hmm. as far as if we're going to protest, we're going to protest here and not here. If we're going to, you know, march somewhere, we're going to march here and not here. Mm-hmm. These, these are very public places. This is a place that I know that there's going to be media here. There's either going to be newspaper and cameras, you know, people taking pictures or there's going to be video. And the reality is America needs to see what's going on towards black people. Like you were saying before, those podunk towns or those small towns who don't know, that was the same thing that was going on in his time. So he was like, they need to know. Right. Because otherwise, it's just going to be a few black people talking about something and everybody's going to be whatever. It was also the first time he I saw that he was strategic in a way that put people in danger. Mm. So if we're going to march, we know the cops going to be there. If the cops going to be there, you know they're going to push up on us. If they push up on us, it's going to get physical. So a bunch of cops, men, pushing up on a bunch of black men, mm-hmm. it's our word against theirs. They can right. flip it any way they want to. Right. But if we put old people in the front, mm. old women in the front, mm. that's a different image. Yeah. You can put an old woman on her on her stomach and have your knee in, in, in her back if you want to, but when they, they take that picture... And that goes across the country. That's gonna make people see something different. Mm. They gonna be like, "This cop got this his knee in this old woman back." Yeah, that's gonna make people go, "Wait, what? What the hell is going on?" <laughs> right. But the the I just the idea to say we need all the old people in the front. To me, that's one of the most savage things you can do. Yeah. Put the grannies in the front. Put my grandma on the goddamn front. She did not put my granny. <laughs> right. In front. How many you you can say he was nonviolent and he he didn't do da da da. But how many people you know are gonna say no? Put the old ladies in the front. Right. For the cause. And how many old ladies gonna be like, all right, I'll be in the front. Right. But they they did it. And but again, you know, we we, we can say black people together in this day and age if we, if we want to. But they was on some together unity type shit that we ain't just at the moment ain't on. For her to say, yeah, I'll do it. Right. Because it's not just it's not just about me. It's just not about the people who are here. It's about all of us. Yeah, we don't have that 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 same idea of Togetherness. Yeah. Me versus we. We don't have that. You know what right. I mean? We don't have that to, to right now. 
And some people would say that was that was one of their weapons too. Yeah. Because when they together, they do some real shit. When they together, progress is being made. When they together, Martin can can frequently go meet with the president. Is in the White House saying, "Yo, you got to do something." And I'm telling you, if you don't, it's gonna be some. I'm trying to come. I'm trying to help you, sir. Right. Like that's that's. Let's put a button on this, man. So, here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. The first step to black people getting some kind of um, refuge or some kind of get back, like, start getting involved in your city council. Start getting involved in the things that's going that that that's directly affected where you live. Start getting involved in that kind of the the people who make decisions for your city, your county. Start getting involved in that shit. Like, cause the only way we can, you know, some kind of make some kind of change is we have to be at the table. We have to be uh, involved in in the change making. We have to be involved in that. I think that's the only way that uh, we can at least, you know, at least do something to tailor this of what's going on with with our people in the streets is get involved in a system, um, get involved in the, the, the decision making, have a seat at the table. So when shit do go down, you know exactly who the fuck to call. You know exactly who to to get on the chief of police, you know exactly the city council, the mayor, you know exactly the people who directly is voted in um, by the people from your city. So get involved that way. And I would go so far as to say, get involved, start getting involved everywhere. Absolutely. Get involved in your PTA. Get involved uh, at the, uh, you know, at, at down at playing bingo. Get involved. Um, I don't know about bingo. But no, I'm, what, this is this is what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying if it's, if if you in the demographic that plays bingo, then it 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 don't need to just be a few black people there. Go down there and and play. Uh, you know, bingo. Get involved. Um, at the local, you know, gun range. You know, shop when they're having gun classes. Go get involved there. Go get involved. Uh, I said PTA already, but. What I'm saying is we don't need to be in a situation where people are doing things right up under our noses and we don't know nothing about it. Exactly. Not just politically, but everywhere. There's like there's a reason there's certain, you know, shit happens in certain places. When you're trying to get away from people, it don't matter if you white, black, it don't matter if you if you're trying to be secretive, then you're gonna go where those people are not. Exactly. So it's going to be a whole bunch of, you know, stuff going on in the PTA. Because, well, you know, if ain't a lot of black people there, then we ain't got a lot of people to um, answer to. Right. We ain't got a lot of people to, we ain't got to have representation because black people ain't here. So we can just keep doing what we doing. We can just keep, you know, the, the, and, and even even if it's not black, what if it's socioeconomic? What if all the people involved in the PTA make over $500,000 a year? 
then they can make decisions because the people who make $50,000 a year, they ain't there. Yes. Because you isolated yourself to say, oh, that must be for the written on. If it's a way for you to get in, go get in and go be involved and start being, start being everywhere. Exactly. Be everywhere. Exactly. All right, man, I appreciate y'all for tapping in with us this week. Um, Chris, go ahead and give you your social media and all your information where people can, you know, get in touch with you. All yeah, that. all that. Uh, all social media, whatever. I, if I'm on the social media platform, is at Really Dope Name, R-E-A-L-L-Y-D-O-P-E-N-A-M-E. Really dope, ma- really dope Name. Excuse me. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. That's, you know, Facebook. Um, even at, you know, Snapchat. Like, that's where, you know, I am. So, that's me, Chris Randall, actor. Life coach, real, t- real, like real talk. Life coach, like certified. Yes, like you got my life together. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's what that is. Appreciate y'all for tapping in. Um, once again, thank you, my guests. Appreciate you, Chris, for coming in. Yes, sir. Um, this has been the Tap In Podcast. Appreciate y'all for tapping in. You can find uh, me, Dante Comedy. If you want to follow the podcast, it is Tap In Podcast on Instagram. T-A-P-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Appreciate y'all.